Hello and welcome to week two of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Power Rankings. Now normally I prep some notes and work on some things throughout the day. So that way this goes pretty smoothly and I have a pretty clear mindset as to how I'm going to do these power rankings. Today, it's going to be off the dome, off the top of the noggin, as they say. Had a little bit of wine, had to relax after a long, nice day of work. I wouldn't really call it nice, though. It was kind of more of a bullshit day where I had to deal with bullshit all day and I didn't finish work till late. So I needed wine because the day was bullshit, not because it was nice. So I guess it'd really be more of a nice bullshit day, if that makes sense. But anyways, I digress. We're going to get into these power rankings here. And again, off the top of the dome. At number 10 this week, it should come as no fucking surprise. No surprise. At 10, it's Mendo's team. Okay. The only thing that rolled harder this week was his team when they rolled over because they sucked. It's just another awful performance by your team. 90 points this week. It is getting gross for this team. Your birthday week, as I mentioned in last week's power rankings, birthday teams tend to do very well. And your team put up 90 points. Your defense put up your third most points this week. Rodgers was number one with 20. The Bears D with 13 and Odell, the shit sniffer himself, put up 15.4 points and the rest of your team took a giant shit. So I'm sure Odell was all over that. But man, this team sucks. You had to start Sterling Shepard. You actually had to start Sterling Shepard with a straight face this week. That's bad. So bad. And you're going to say, well, my team is injured. Yes, you did lose Michael Thomas. That's a big blow. Yes, you did lose Le'Veon Bell. That's a big blow. But Jamison Crowder, that's a huge blow. I mean, that's why you have to start Sterling Shepard. I don't know, man. This this is getting out of control. This team has no bright spot. The only bright spot that your team has here is that Kenyon Drake is going to tweet that he is the bright spot of your team when he isn't shit. Your team is shit. You have a shit wide receiver who likes to eat shit and potentially be shit on. So, yeah. This team is bad. And I don't think it gets better next week. This potentially has one of the worst seasons in the LOEG ever. And that's considering the fact that Kressner actually went 0-13. So, yeah. At number nine, we're going to move into a team that actually won this week. How could you win and be number nine? Right? There's eight teams that are one and one. So kind of has to be somebody. But they won this week. They had 143.1 points. It was Jeff's team. Jeff 
had 143.1 points this week and got nine yards out of his RB2. Nine yards. I'm going to pause again and go nine yards. I said it last week when I did the power rankings. You are not going to be sustainable when you don't have a running back too. This team sucks. Your running backs that you drafted blow. It's gross. I'm literally throwing up in my mouth staring at your backup running backs. Matt Brieta. The silver lining here is Tevin Coleman got hurt and the whole entire league got hurt. And it was the red wedding of Sundays in the NFL. And that there's a shit ton of running backs that might be useful if you can pick one up that's worth a damn. But again, who's going to be worth a damn? I don't know. Is it going to be the Mike Davises of the world or the Jarek McKinnons or the whoever's? I I don't know. I'm not really sure. It's going to be interesting, but I guess one of them is better than the dog shit options that you have on your bench. Carry on Johnson? I mean, come on. I mean, you got lucky. You picked up Jonu Smith. He drops a 22.4 spot for you. I mean, that's huge. DJ Moore, I guess, uh, you know, he's good. Josh Allen, I mean, he dominated. And, uh, man, he he's one of the weird cases here in the NFL where, like, he runs around as if he has no idea what he's doing. But, man, he is tough to bring down. He is so tough to bring down. A.J. Green, I called it preseason. You paid for his name. I don't really think there's much to hang your hat on there. He's not the A.J. Green we once knew. He isn't who we thought he was. or He's not who he was. He's just not the same guy. Washed up. He should be on the waivers. There. I said it. He shouldn't be owned. Maybe you get Kenny G back. Maybe you trade me Kenny G. Trade you him for my Hulu password. Or access to a Netflix account. That's my girlfriend's. Because I don't have a Netflix account. But I do have HBO Go. Or actually, it's HBO Max now. So maybe I'll trade you my HBO Max password. And I have access to Red Zone and NFL Ticket. So maybe you should be reaching out to me for Kenny G for any of those things. But seriously, it's on the table. It's it's out there. So hit me up. At number eight, we have another team who won this week. Another team who won is in eighth place. And that's going to be Reese's team. I think it was a good week. I think you've made some moves that have made your team better. I think DK Metcalf is maybe an early round two wide receiver. I think maybe he was a maybe he was a questionable wide receiver one. I, I don't know. He's definitely he shouldn't have been picked where he was picked. Or I mean he was a keeper this year, but you know, like in ADP sense, like he's really fucking good. And he's really fucking built. But that being said, I think this team had its best case scenario. Kareem Hunt put up 23 points and he's good and he's going to be good and he's going to put up, you know, those big points on the weeks that he does really well in. But that being said, like, I just think it's the best case scenario. David Montgomery, again, like, 
it's still not like a great situation to think he's going to average 20 points a week. So you got, you know, 20 points from him and 20 points from Kareem Hunt and 20 points from James Conner, who doesn't look like the James Conner who is supposed to be good. Now the volume is going to be there. So that's a positive sign. But he looks slow. He doesn't look like the explosive running back we once saw that garnered all this interest to him. So I'm not really sure what to really make of him. But obviously, you know, he put up the numbers this week. You're going to take a huge hit this week. Cortland Sutton is out. ACL injury. That sucks. That's just not great. Anthony Miller, who I was a little excited about, like he didn't do anything. Um, But Cam Newton on the bench, that's big because Brady is not fantasy relevant. You know, the same things that I said for A.J. Green, I'm going to say for Tom Brady here. He's a waiver guy. Sorry, said it. There it is. He's a great quarterback. He's still going to win games. He's still going to help them get to the playoffs. But fantasy-wise, probably time to hang him up on Tom Brady. Um, But again, you're here at 8 this week. You could have potentially moved up a couple of spots here. I think, you know, there's some bright spots here, but the sudden injury was big. Um, And, yeah, the sudden injury is really where it it hits you here. But you're going to get Godwin back. But, again, I don't think Brady's going to be super fantasy relevant, which means I don't think the wide receivers are going to be super consistent fantasy-wise. And I don't know. I just feel like this was kind of a best-case scenario week for a lot of these guys here. At number seven, we have the most boring team in the league. We've got Kressner's team. You did beat the Evil Empire this week. That's sick. Nick Chubb was awesome. That's sick. I love that guy. Seriously, I'm probably like one of the biggest Nick Chubb fans. But again, as I kind of said about Reese's team, kind of like best case scenario for him. Like, Bad run defense, good output, and kind of got those touchdowns that are needed. I don't know. I just I don't think he's a guy we can rely on for 25 points a week. That's just it's not going to be the case. Can we even rely on him for the 10 to 15 points a week? I'm not so sure. He's not going to really catch passes. That's going to be Kareem Hunt's thing. Like the two of them are just really going to split up and kind of fuck each other over. And I don't know. I think. You know, he's a kind of like a must-play guy, but I think he's going to burn you a lot of weeks. Dalvin Cook is awesome. Um, You know, obviously I made the decision on draft day to take Clyde Edwards-Hilaire over him because I was worried about the contract. But, yeah, that's looking bad. I mean, Hilaire's look good, but Dalvin Cook is still awesome. Sean Watson's still awesome. Diggs is proving to be fucking really super bomb and like an awesome just value pick. But I don't know. Like if something happens to any of your players here in this starting lineup, you have nothing to fall back on. Actually, nothing. Your bench. I'm just going to read this off for everybody at home right now. Everybody at home listening right now. Here's the bench for him. LaShawn McCoy, four points. Adrian Peterson, four points. Matthew Stafford, 17 points. Alshon Jeffrey, zero. Randall Cobb, nine. Austin Hooper, three. Sammy Watkins, one. This bench could not get more boring. 
this team overall, I get like I said when I first did this in the preseason, I it's your team's too good to stink, but your team's also not good enough to be good. And that's it. That that's just the truth. So it was a good week for you. You put up 147 points, monster week. But if anything happens to any of these guys, you have nothing to fall back on. Nothing. Pure, boring. So boring. So I almost fall asleep doing these power rankings, looking at your team. At number six this week, we had somebody that took a loss. We got Jake's team. Dorian Gore, the best team name in this league, by far and away. You've got the GOAT at quarterback. Mr. Seven touchdowns, seven incompletions himself, 37.9 fantasy points. Russell Wilson, so good. Henry, another kind of lame week for him. And I don't know, I think this is just kind of like who he is as a player. It's like he's just boring for like the first half of the season and then he like explodes the second half. So I guess it's just probably like advance and survive. You know, a little, little throwback there to the cardiac uh, cats. Um, Austin Eckler, nice little week, little 17-point week for him. But the other back there, Kelly, is definitely going to start eating away at some opportunities. And honestly, that's probably the end of JJ's kind of time there is he's going to definitely be relegated to the third string back, especially with the injury he had. Um, Devontae Adams only put up five points this week. He's definitely too good to do that. Juju is starting to look consistent and i kind of mentioned that last week he's he's looking pretty good Corey davis is another good option um you know i don't know you got you definitely have some things going on here the bench you had 97.7 points on your bench frank gore ate up all first team running back snaps for the fucking jets adam gay still has a job though so when does that end you left tyler higby with 25 on your bench Started Hayden Hurst, who scored 16, so I guess it's really not that bad. Um, you got Harry, Nikhil Harry put up 11. Devontae Parker put up 14. Leonard Fournette put up 25. I mean, this was this was a nice day for you. It's definitely a good day. I mean, you know, is Fournette going to get more involved? I just think there's better days ahead. You know, comparatively to the other three teams that are 1-1, one and one, I just think there's better days ahead for this roster top to bottom. And that's just it. At number five, we have my team. My team dropped an egg this week. 110 points. The bench did absolutely nothing for me. All the Malcolm Brown hype, all the Cam Akers hype. And now it's all about DJ Henderson. Of course, I own... Two out of the three fucking backs in LA, and now it's going to be the other guy. I had Jarek McKinnon on my team earlier this week, and I dropped him for Kalen Balaj, who plays in Adam Gase's system because I am a fucking moron. Cannot get over that. Dumb choice. Ronald Jones is still so boring. And so stupid I pick him every year because I can't stop, won't stop the Ronald Jones love. Don't know what it is. I'm addicted to some Rojo. If only he could give my team Mojo because I just want to win. But, you know, Colonel Mustard, 
rips off an 80 yard run to start off my Sunday. I couldn't be more excited. I was like, I'm walking away with a dub today. No big deal. And then it just all collapsed. Tyreek Hill, obviously still sick. Josh Jacobs is solid, but worried about his injury now. Lamar Jackson still carrying my team. Starting to get worried about Zach Ertz. If anybody is interested in Zach Ertz, hit me up. Um, Not sure what to make of the situation there in Philly. And just, I don't know. He's kind of boring me and I'm kind of over it. And then I played Darius Slayton against the Bears and just kind of like, meh, I don't know why I did that. I love the Bears and rooting against them sucks. But anyways, better days ahead, hopefully. Uh, I'm going to need the Colonel back. At number four, going to shout out Mr. Brett. I was high on your team in the preseason. Then you dropped a turd week one. I'm back in. 154 points this week. Top performer. You got a dub. You're sitting at 500. You got a lot to be happy about here, okay? But the question is, can you make it to two and one? Can you have a winning record in this league for any sort of time frame? That's what we don't know yet. Aaron Jones, 44 points this week. Julian Edelman, 22 points this week. Jonathan Taylor, 18. Oh, I am reading the wrong team there. Yup. Hold on. I got to go back. Hold on. Beep, beep. Where did Brett's team go? Hold on. I'm back. 154 points this week. Erase that. Erase the last 60 seconds. Got confused. All right. I'm on my laptop. I'm doing a single screen today. Usually do double screen. Get off my back doing the best I can. Had a half a bottle of wine. Best I can. You had Mahomes going this week. Kamara, Carson, Woods, Waller, this team looks sick, okay? Even Deontay Johnson was a huge flex play for you this week. I told you to drop him last week because I wanted him. Big move. Gusecki had 23 points on your freaking bench, and it still was the same amount of points Waller had. I'm interested. Send me Gusecki. Gibson scored a touchdown this week. You didn't even have A.J. Brown, who I'm convinced is one of your best receivers. There's better days ahead for this team. This team looks good. This is why I was high on them. Cooks is good. Whole team looks goddamn good. This is something to be excited about, Brett. But the question is, will the fantasy gods let you move to two and one? I don't know. Never had a winning record in this league. Is this roster good enough to do it? We'll find out. At number three, we have Mayhan's team. Mayhan's team is the one with Aaron Jones with the 44 points this week. Okay. Got it all confused. All right. I'm flipping two tabs here. Doing the best I can. All right. 44 points from Aaron Jones. 18 points from Taylor. 22 points from Edelman. And 31 points from Matt Ryan, that turd. And I am literally starting to think in 30 years from now, When we're damn near 60, I'm still going to be bitching you about how Matt Ryan sucks. Sick and tired of hearing he's good. Sick and tired of your attitude with him. He sucks. They were up 29-0 and he couldn't win a fucking game for them. Yes, it's his fault. It's not his defense's fault. He couldn't keep his defense off the field. What don't you understand about that? If he was good, he would have got first downs. He can't do that. He's like so incapable of making big throws when he needs to. He sucks. Get over it. But those guys carried your team this week. 
Literally, your other, your other players on your team had three points, four points, three points, six points, two points. Didn't matter. 135 points. You lost. The fantasy gods came for that ass this week. Fucking slapped it up. Said, come here, daddy, I'm home. They knew you couldn't win this week. After all that shit talking you did. They said, no, no, no. Time to put you in place. But either way, this team still looks good. But I hate Matt Ryan. But Aaron Jones obviously looked good. And Jonathan Taylor looked really good. And honestly, I think the Edelman and Cam thing is going to evolve too. I, I don't know, man. People always thought it was just Brady and Edelman. They had some weird bond. I think Edelman's a sick wide receiver. Especially for PPR purposes. He's just solid. Henry Ruggs, kind of a bum, man. I don't know. Kind of soured on him. But that's it. And number two, we got to move to the Evil Empire. Collins' team took a loss this week to Kresner's boring-ass team. But that being said, still scored 131 points this week. And Saquon Barkley, the number two overall pick, tore his ACL when he had two points. And you started Paris Campbell this week that had seven yards. So, yes, I am frightened by this team. Frightened. 32 points from Kyler. Again, looks freaking good. Miles Sanders came back from injury. He looks awesome. DeAndre Hopkins leading the league in targets and just everything. Travis Kelsey dominating. Tyler Lockett just being the consistent Tyler Lockett that we've seen year after year. And then the bench is exciting too. Deion Lewis, now that Barkley's gone. Gaskins, eh, not really super excited. Sony Michelle, he's just the guy we all know at this point. He's boring, and I don't know. He's it's not good over him. DeAndre Swift, probably never going to take over that backfield. Just too many mouths to feed, so that kind of sucks. But Zach Moss, maybe one day, maybe by the end of the year. Who knows? They don't like Singletary. Pollard for when Zeke breaks his leg. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing. That could happen. We saw it. It was the Red Wedding of Sundays, man. Red Wedding. It happened this week. And somehow your team, I mean, you took a huge hit in Barkley, but still, like, the rest of the team looks good. So, I don't know. Move you to two this week, but. And it probably comes to no shocker here is that we got to move to the number one team here. It's got to be the only team in the league that sits at two and one. Okay? This team rolled harder than, than our birthday boy this week. 141 points. Two and oh. 40 points out of Dak Prescott. Joe Mixon still hasn't seen his best days yet. Calvin Ridley, probably going to be the number one receiver in fantasy. Terry McLaurin, very frightening. Will Fuller scored zero points. This team scored 141. No Christian McCaffrey moving forward. However, of course, of course, the same freaking days that Brad and I picked up Ryquel Armstead and Devin Nozigbo. James Robinson comes out of nowhere because you don't need a running back in the NFL. You don't. You don't need one. Comes out of nowhere out of Illinois State and looks awesome and like a league winner. And in case that doesn't work out, oh yeah, Joshua Kelly stole the running back two spot and who knows what happens. If there's any more injuries, he's going to be the guy. So yeah, this team looks good. Even with McCaffrey hurt, This team is scary. 141 points this week with a zero out of Will Fuller 
and the bench still put up points. CeeDee Lamb with 14 and a half. There's better days ahead for this team, and you are sitting at 2-0, and and every single win counts in this league. Everybody knows that. Eight teams, 1-1. One, one. one team, 2-0. and One team, 0-2, oh, probably set to go to 0-15. Oh, Human napkin staring down your throat, Mendo. But hey, that's going to do it for the week two power rankings for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I know it was off the top of the dome, but it was the best I could do today. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya.